welcome back to Map the Maze. So today is the start of a new month and I wanted to talk about something that I read sometime last year and thought this is really interesting. So for the next month we're going to be talking about habits which is possibly a strange sounding divorce separation mediation podcast topic but bear with me. So last year I read Atomic Habits by James Clear, having resisted reading it for a while since it was published, I guess, just because, just because. And having read it, I'm kind of a convert, that actually while I was reading it, I could understand why people found it really helpful for ideas around diet, um, healthy eating, lifestyle, exercise, changing habits that they thought were unhelpful. So I could see why it was helpful for that. But whilst I was reading it, I actually thought this would be very helpful for people that I'm working with, that for parents who are divorcing and separating and trying to work on what should co-parenting look like for us going forward, actually, James Clear had a lot of really helpful ideas around how to build successful habits from tiny changes. And that's what the atomic refers to in Atomic Habits, that unlike my initial thought, which was that it referred to something explosive, it really refers to, I guess, atomic changes in the sense of atomic particles, so small. And what he's really talking about is that these small ideas build and that they're the building blocks for significant change. And that idea is really appealing to me because often when I'm working with people, there's such a sense of overwhelm and overload for them that I think it can seem as if the arrangements they're putting in place, the changes they may want to make are overwhelming. They're too big. They're monumental. And I think if we can help people to see that actually what we're asking them to do or what the arrangements are suggesting is small changes that can make things better and that in themselves, those small changes then end up leading to large incremental changes down the line, not immediately, but down the line. I think that's helpful. So he gives an example in the book about an ice cube on a table. And he talks about how the ice cube is still an ice cube. And then at some stage, there is a one degree shift and it starts to melt. And at some stage, it will cease to be an ice cube and it will become instead a puddle of water. And I think that's really a helpful idea in the sense that it can seem as if nothing is changing and yet small things are changing to the ice cubes environment, to the ice cubes temperature that are changing it, changing its structure from a solid into a liquid. And one of the things that I think is helpful that Clear shares is this idea that progress is incremental. And I, I think that sometimes when I'm working with parents, I'll say, well, I tried to do what we said we would do in the arrangements. And I said, and I stuck to my word and I did this and they didn't do anything. And it can feel futile. It can feel as if the work that they're doing isn't shifting the needle, isn't moving things, isn't making things better. And it's very frustrating. And he calls that the valley of disappointment, that whilst you're trying to make these changes, you can't see the gains you can't see the positives coming from this new habit that you're forming and one of the things he shares which I think is really helpful and I know it's in the context of an individual but I honestly believe it also applies to co-parenting 
separating or divorcing adults, which is that work isn't wasted, it's stored. And it ties in, I think, to one of the ideas that we do share with parents, which is this idea of building a co-parenting bank. So based on the work of John Gottman, who says that for every one negative interaction between two people in a relationship, you will wipe out five positive interactions. So you need to be banking more positives than negatives. And I think this idea that James Clear has is really helpful in the sense of what he's saying is your work isn't wasted, it's stored. And I think it's the same as people try and move from being an intact family to a separating family, and then finally to a separated family, that is really hard work. And it can sometimes feel, I think, like you live in the valley of disappointment. But what James Clear is sharing is this idea of incremental change, of incremental progress as leading to significant change and significant progress, just not overnight. So what he talks about is persistence, that if you persist with these changes that you're trying to implement and put in place, eventually you break through what he calls, sorry, the plateau of latent potential. And I think one of the things he talks about, which is really interesting, is that your outcomes are a lagging measure of your habits. What that means is that the outcomes that you have, so if I apply this in the divorce context as co-parents, so how successful was that handover? Um, How well did that first weekend away go? what happened around the holiday scheduling and arrangements. The outcomes are a lagging indicator of your habits. So you might change your habits today, but it's going to take time to see the outcomes change. So that I think is also helpful that when I'm working with people and I really do feel they are deep, deep in the valley of disappointment to remember small incremental changes over time lead to progress. So over the next couple of weeks, I'm going to be sharing with you some of the ideas from James Clear's Atomic Habits and applying them to the context of co-parenting through separation and divorce and beyond, and looking at some of the ways that we work with parents in mediation that I think echo some of the practice that James Clear suggests that you implement if you want to affect change in your life. And I think for most of the parents that I work with, that no matter how much animosity, how much pain there may be as regards the other parent, I think they would all, I'm just trying to think, but I think everybody would want life to be easier as a co-parent, to have that relationship be at least functional. It doesn't have to be close or cooperative, but if it can be functional, if it can serve the needs of their children, I think, I can't think of anybody that would want to sign up for that. So listen in over the next couple of weeks as I share with you some of the ideas about how you might be able to create habits that make co-parenting as a separated or a divorced parent a little bit easier for everybody. Anyway, take care and I will see you next week.